position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode number 137 of the Best Linux Games Podcast, being recorded for you just shy of a Friday night, uh, being recorded for you on this Saturday morning, uh, 1.06am, 10th of uh, June, 2017, so far sequel fans out there, 2017-06-10-0106 hours or whatever, um... Crack engineer I- Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. Subsequent to his, oh, got you there, Ivor. You thought I was going to say you're fired. Well, you're fired. Uh, whiskey, delicious, delicious, delicious. Mm. We got a pretty exciting show for you this week, so let's get straight to it with our top stories. First off, in our top stories, um, the column, Best Linux Games, the column, which can be found at www.bestlinuxgames.com. Click at the click on the link at the top. And it says the column. Um, column this week is the same as our feature this week. Uh, it's a supplementary uh, column to our feature, which is called Super Zap Recharge, motherfuckers. Um, and it's all about how to gives you just like the text based version of how to get. Uh, 
everything up and running that we're going to talk about in our feature. Which brings us to what is our feature this week? Our feature is Super Zapper Recharge, motherfuckers. Uh, Virtual Jaguar, and specifically one game on the Virtual Jaguar. Uh, we'll talk more about that when we get to it. And uh, we have no new and noteworthy for you this week, uh, but we do have two two pretty good deals for you. We'll do them sans music after we get to our feature. So Ivor, why don't you hit him with our... Oh, Ivor, the audience says that they will miss you and that they loved you. Ivor says hi to the audience as he packs up his shit and gets the fuck out of here. So Ivor, hit him with it. So, lurking, uh, in, it's times like these, you know, in kind of the doldrums, uh, you know, summer, summer, uh, like there's nothing really new and noteworthy that's like popping out, although next week we do have, um, two new and noteworthy titles that aren't really new and noteworthy, but they're noteworthy, they're not so much new, but anyway, it's times like these during the doldrums that we like to take a moment to, uh, reflectimicate and pontificate on, uh, something that you might not know about that is not Steam related let's see if we can fire up here ah yes, Darcy Blows this week we're going to be talking about and you know, when you think about oh, you know, I really want to be playing a game right now I know that all of you are just like me, you share the exact, it's almost preternatural how many people say that when they think, oh, you know, I kind of want to play a game, but, you know, I'm really... And then they really have in my library they really want to play. Oh, what do I really want to play? Almost 99.9999% of all people surveyed, which is me, um, share my, uh... my, uh... my opinion, automatically, first, number one at the top of my list, is, of course, Tempest 2000 for the Jaguar. Now, for years and years and years, I had this game when I was 14. I was one of the 12 owners of, uh... Here, I want to see if we can get you a Super Zapper Recharge. Uh, we're, we're playing a little bit of, of it right now. So, oops, oh shit, my buttons are all, ah, nope, nope, they are correctly mapped, I'm just a little new. So, what's the deal with Tempest 2000? Well, first of all, let's talk about the Atari Jaguar. The Atari Jaguar was the second only, was the first in a long line of catastrophic uh, hardware investments that uh, could only be, uh, in terms of like the disastrous nature of uh, the totality of the, uh, the the totality of the disaster of the investment in them uh, could be described on par with the Hindenburg. Um, I was 13, and the Atari Jaguar, and I, they were coming out with these new things that were called. They, they were ostensibly some of them tried to slap on the faux moniker of the 64-bit era. Um, although none of them are actually 64-bit systems, not even the Jaguar. But the Jaguar came closest to it. And in terms of hardware, the Jaguar, out of all of 
unlocked his first weird half-breed generation of a... Uh, here we go. That's right, bitches. That's what we're talking about here. Um, out of... Let's pause this. So, the Jaguar was, on paper, the best of this intermediary uh, phase between, like, there'd already been the TurboGrafx-16, there'd already been the Super Nintendo, there'd already been uh, the Sega Genesis, and on the horizon were these half-breed systems that were major, they were supposed to be the next big thing, um, and you could think of them as being like the Jaguar, the 3DO, the 3DO was absolutely terrible, even Jaguar owners can still look down on those who own the 3DO, and I think the Philips CDI was also, if that was even a system, the Philips CDI was also in this, in this, uh, in this two-year panic to come out with the next best hardware, and the Jaguar, on paper, looked like the best bet out of all three of them. It was also not, it was not as expensive as the 3DO, but it was still outrageously expensive. I can't remember how much money I paid for it. It was all the money I had. Um, and, uh, over the next 18 months, the Jaguar came out with an impressive lineup of titles. It had a very interesting, uh, control scheme, which had a D-pad, a directional pad, that was actually, um, a digital analog pad. It was the first digital analog pad, and the first flagship game for the Jaguar, other than um, let me see, I I, I wrote I, I took copious notes on, uh, from my memories um at launch there was a game called Cybermorph that the, the system shipped with which took advantage, cause you see alright, so you had, um on the right hand side of the controller you had uh, A, B, and C buttons and you had start and select in the middle and you had on the left, you had a D-pad which was the most accurate di- and first digital analog um, D-pad that could simulate, and we'll get to, we'll return to that topic in a moment, um, which could simulate an arcade spinner accurately. Um, but it did ship with this game called Cybermorph, which took advantage of the of the gamepad's nine other buttons. It had a keypad in the center on top of which you could slide in plastic templates, kind of in the same way that you used to be able to do with the old Intellivision. And this would... These plastic templates would allow you to control all sorts of shit with your controller, um, most specifically in Cybermorph, which was like a Descent-like first-person shooter space simulator with... um, with a in a hovercraft kind of thing, you could control on a gamepad, um, you know your speed, your uh, your elevation, um, and other ships' weapon systems. Like you could do weapon selects and stuff like that, all by virtue of having this really innovative control. Now the Jaguar lasted about two years before it crashed and burned and died. And I even invested in Atari, which is funny because I actually made some money off of my investment in Atari because eventually Atari got bought out by, I can't remember if it was Activision or Acclaim, but then the stock split and uh, it was awesome. But that didn't get us any closer. So, there were mainly four titles, four or five titles that came out for the Jaguar that were awesome. Number one, chief among them, and the one that holds up the best, is Tempest 2000. Now, up until 
three weeks ago, I thought that I never, I was never going to be able to play Tempest 2000 ever again. So I started hunting around for, you know, a Jaguar emulator on Linux, because it's been 20 years, it's been 23 years, actually, and, uh, holy shit, there is one. Beyond that, if you run, like, Mint 18 or, like, any Ubuntu, you know, blah, you should be able to install Virtual Jaguar, which is, you know, blah, you want 2.1.2, um, that's the version you want, you should be able to install it from your default repositories. Then, you go over to Emu Paradise, E-M-U-P-A-R-A-D-I-S-E dot com, and look up Tempest 2000, download the ROM, boot up your Virtual Jaguar after you, uh, you know, install the package and everything, and if your experience is anything like mine, you're going to find it's very, very crashy. In fact, it was so crashy that it crashed 15 times in the 10 minutes it took for me to configure it so I could set up my controller. It crashed in the middle of setting up my controller. It would crash just 20 seconds randomly after I booted it up. I hadn't touched anything. It would just crash. So I'm like, oh, there's no way this is going to work. Well, crazily enough, once you get it configured and once you get it pointed to your ROMs, and once you get a ROM loaded, it does not crash at all. It is rock solid. Now, this means you can, once again, not only is Tempest 2000, okay, so let's talk about Tempest 2000 here specifically. Tempest 2000 runs in Virtual Jaguar straight up, one-to-one, 100%, absolutely performant, it's exact, it is perfect, it is as perfect as it was back when it first came out, and this is one of the greatest games ever made all time, easily in my top 20 ever made for any system anywhere ever. It is absolutely in a limited pantheon of games that were a sequel to a classic arcade game. Tempest 2000 was the f- one of the first games that was ever a, st- a straight-up, full-blooded sequel to a classic arcade game that not only improved upon the classic arcade game uh, elements that made that game classic, we're talking about Tempest here, but does so in a way that is absolutely 100% faithful in every way to the original while moving the bar forward. Very, very fucking awesome design. Um, it is just as hyper-addictive as it was on the Jaguar, which brings us back to this whole idea of the D-pad. So I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, there's going to be problems with the controls or whatever. No! There's no problems with the controls. If you have, like, a normal fucking, uh, what do I got? I got a Logitech, you know, it's like a generic PlayStation 4-button, two sticks with a D-pad, blah. It's going to run great. It's going to run fabulous. It's going to feel just like you're sitting there back in 1994 with your Jaguar. Um, This was an amazing thing because no one had done a D-pad that was this accurate because the original Tempest, if you remember, in the arcades, was played with a spinner. Uh, 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 like, uh, if you look on YouTube, you can find uh, my video of my uh, X, uh, X-Arcade Tank Stick uh, token top spinner um, video where I play with my token top spinner. It was made with a spinner like that, so you could move left and right and also had inertia. Well, this is the first time that those those play mechanics had ever actually accurately been simulated by a digital D-pad. Um, and that was one of the things they wanted to show off. Um, it was a big, big deal hardware-wise. The other cool thing about Tempest 2000 is that it is, if you, if you 
treat it right. You can't like actually save emulation states, but if you treat it right and don't turn off the power button inside a virtual Jaguar in the middle of a game, it will save your um, keys. See, the cool thing about uh, Tempest 2000 was it was just like Tempest, fantastic updating graphics, dozens of new enemies, absolutely revamped play mechanics. Same thing like, you know, you're sitting on top of a tube or uh, a plane of some sort, but now you can jump. Now your super zapper kills everything. Now um, there are enemies that once they reach the top of the tube, they you can move around them even. That's how tight it is. Everything is a discrete object that is actually there. It gets very difficult to do that um, consistently, but you can learn to do it consistently, and you will need to. So as you progress through your first game, you'll unlock in groups of 10, and it's not even in groups of 10, I think it's just the furthest you've been, it will save a key. So that then you can go back to, in subsequent games, when you're starting a new game, you can just start using that key, start at that level, and it gives you a humongous point bonus that's roughly equivalent to having completed all of the previous levels. Now, there are no online leaderboards or anything like that, but Tempest 2000, I mean, I probably played 20 hours of it easily over the last three weeks. Um, you are going to fucking love this. Now, some other games that you might want to get, some other highlights from the Jaguar era that still play, you know, well without, like, having the um, D-pad, I mean, the the, um, digital uh, number pad, the little keypad built into your controller, which no controller has anymore, are Raiden. Raiden for the Jaguar was a completely independently developed sequel to the Raiden series of top-down space shooters. It is one of the hardest and best and fairest top-down space shooters. If you're the type of guy who likes a space shooter where the whole goal is to never, ever, ever die once because you can upgrade your your um, guns to such a ridiculous degree that you are just a uh, stage-clearing monster, but if you get hit once, you lose it all, and it's almost impossible to recover from that, then Raiden is absolutely for you. That's R-A-I-D-E-N. All of these are available, by the way, on Emu Paradise. You can try Cybermorph um, if you want, but that does that does rely heavily on the on the n- numeric pad. I'm sure that you could probably play that with um you could probably set up your controller so that you uh mapped the keypad the the actual number pad to either like you know your keyboard with like a flight stick that's like probably the only way to do it that's what you'll have to do if you want to play one of the best mech games ever made that was not mech warrior 2 iron soldier 2 puts you squarely in the controls of a polygonal and these games are just amazing they're amazing then they're amazing now and uh you know, I have the only one that I've I've really tried was uh, if I remember correctly, because I was really drunk. Other than uh, Tempest Two Thousand, which is the one you definitely need to get because you need to get your Super Zapper recharge, bitches, and you got to get ready for those bonus levels. Because at first you think they're a joke, right? You think ah, 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 but you better be ready because that shit is how you get your one ups, and you're gonna need all twenty seven of your extra guys before the fucking action is over and the pixels hit the pavement, motherfucker. Um, okay, so that's. Iron Soldier 2 puts you squarely in control of a 
30 of a 20 story tall mechanized robot with endlessly configurable customizable weapon systems from dumpfire hellfire missiles to um chainsaw giant chain want to cut buildings in half with a fucking chainsaw as a giant robot you're gonna need it because you're gonna run out of ammo gatling guns vulcan cannons um etc 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 take on other mechs entire armies um mechanized armor mechanized uh airborne infantry fucking apaches blackhawks um etc 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 great game cut buildings in half with a chainsaw now um next in other games that you might want to play for for your brand new free atari jaguar which should be available in your default repositories if you're running ubuntu or in my case specifically mint 18 every i tried to download a de- uh, .deb of um virtual jaguar from a site I found that purported to be like the homepage of Virtual Jaguar, but that one didn't work at all, which was really weird, and so then I got all discouraged, and then I was like, wait, I bet you it might be in the repositories because there is no PPA for this or whatever, and it looks like it's been around forever, and holy shit, there it was, just pop open Synaptic, Virtual Jaguar, all one word. So up next is a game that about five years ago, I ran into just nostalgically I ended up on someone's page um, writing reviews about Jaguar or like maybe it was like the five worst games ever made or something like that and this game was on that list and it pissed me off because this is not a bad game, it's actually a really cool game, it's called Club Drive World and it puts you in a little sports car that is, it was the first game that like could shrink your sports car down so like oh well we're not just like you know racing on a beach you know like in normal race style gaming shit we're doing stunts on someone's coffee table and shit like that um really cool very neat and then finally second only to tempest 2000 the probably the most famous game available that was exclusive to the atari jaguar alien versus predator now, the Atari Jaguar's Alien vs. Predator was entirely different from any Aliens game that had been made previously and since. It, it was the first, though, to let you take control of a Space Marine, the Predator, or the Alien. It is really hard. I don't know if it's even possible to play without um, mapping out the keypad, and I do know because it's a first-person shooter, I do know you will need like the the controller in your hand. So you might be able to map it out with some meta keys, which are configurable in Virtual Jaguar. You can have a meta key that can, you know, switch all of the buttons to something else. Uh, but that could get confusing and stuff like that. Now, some other games that were um that I don't necessarily remember as being super great specifically for the Jaguar, but that once you have Virtual Jaguar, you'll be able to play on Virtual Jaguar. Flashback, The Quest for Identity, which was the fantastic sequel to um, Fade to Black. Uh, Flashback, Quest for Identity is the one where you start on the alien jungle planet and it's a side-scrolling role-playing game shooter puzzle game with fantastic cut sequences. I remember the Genesis game being better and more performant, but then again, I don't think I ever actually... Excuse me. I don't think I ever actually bought Flashback Quest for Identity for the Jaguar. I remember playing it somewhere, but I didn't need to because I had it for the Genesis. <coughs> Another game <clears throat> that I I had for um 
the Atari Jaguar <clears throat> was Defender 2000, which was a sequel and update of Defender. Um, it was still just as confusing as Defender was to me back then. Luckily, I have long since matured and grown to become a devotee of Defender. But then, other good games that were exclusive at the time. I want to say this was exclusive. Trevor McFur in the Crescent Galaxy. Pick that one up. You're going to want to play that. Pitfall, the Mayan adventure, which really expanded the whole idea of Pitfall Harry and Pitfall into a full-blooded side-scrolling platformer game with like updated graphics and everything. I don't remember liking that game, but I don't think I had it because I think it came out right towards the end of the Jaguar. Um, and then finally, a classic game that I think made its debut on the Jaguar was Rayman, the original Rayman from Ubisoft, R-A-Y-M-A-N. Might have just been the console debut of Rayman. But if you've never played a Rayman game, Rayman for the Jaguar is fantastic. And it was the first, and it was the best. It was supposed to be, because Jaguar never had like a Mario, like a, uh, like a lovable, like there was no Mario or Sonic or Crash Bandicoot even for the Jaguar. So, they had Rayman. They outsourced. Um, eventually, the Jaguar went tits up and exploded like a fucking nuclear bomb in the faces of all those who owned it, myself included, which, in my case, would only set me up for an endless, endless, like, decade and a half long series of disappointments as I was like, oh, but it can't be as bad as the Jaguar. Okay, so Sega 32X. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, it is. Sega CD can't be as bad as the Jaguar. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, Dreamcast, they would never abandon us again. Sega would never do that. Yes, they did. But anyway, now is your chance to, for free, and with no obligation, no, you know, blah, you can get your Super Zapper Recharge, motherfucker, and uh, jump in on some of these awesome games, all for free, all running fantastically one-to-one in your virtual Jaguar. Um, And I know it's something that you, like all the people that I surveyed yesterday, 999% of everyone I surveyed yesterday was like, oh yeah, I know the one thing I really wish is that I could have a Jaguar again. You know, fuck every other system I've ever played. Jaguars, what, oh man, that, that was where it was at. So yes, you too can play Tempest 2000, which I absolutely demand. I demand that you go do this. I demand you go do it. Because an hour into it, you'll be like, oh my god, this is like the greatest game ever made. And you'll be right. It is up there. Um, so, just to recap really fast, Trevor McFur in the Crescent Galaxy, Rayman, Raiden, Cybermorph, Defender 2000, Pitfall, The Mayan Adventure, Iron Soldier 2, Flash- Flashback, Quest for Identity, Club Drive World, and Alien vs. Predator. Enjoy your virtual Jaguar-ness, and, uh, yeah. There you go. So, we're gonna do the deals now, sans music, um, because we only have two deals. First deal, first off in our deals, is Starbound, which we all know, long-time listeners of the show, know that I love me some Starbound. Starbound, right now, for the next uh, 30 hours, is 33% off at $10.04, so if you've been waiting for an excuse to jump in on Starbound, now is the excuse that you've been waiting for. Be sure to mod it with, um, oh god, what is it called? Oh no, I can't believe I can't remember the name of this mod. I'm getting fucking old. Okay, hang on. We're gonna we're gonna have a delay of game here. Fracking Universe. Fracking Universe, Fracking Races, and Fracking Races Food. 
you're going to want to install that mod after you get the game. Install that mod and then start a new game because it's a totally different game and it's absolutely better. Like, it's it sounds bad to say that it's better. It's a much, 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 much... It has like a thousand hours more playtime to the game and it is so much more fun um, because, like, oh, I want to crossbreed trees and shit. So, Fracking Universe. Get the Fracking Universe mod. Learn how to install it. Install it. Then restart your game. Um, and do that from the very beginning. You'll thank me. Um, and it makes the game harder and easier. Uh, but makes it so much better. So much more to do. So much more to see, explore, research. Because it adds science to the game. It adds science to the game. It's pretty cool. Um, okay, and then uh, our only other deal is Steam World Heist. Which we reviewed um, a couple of months ago, about five months ago or so. That's the one where it's a side-scrolling platformer with charmingly uh, charmingly rendered um, steam-powered uh, artificially intelligent robots that are the only survivors after the end of the universe. They need steam, baby. They need oxy. Uh, in a uh, side-scrolling turn-based platformer shooter where you calculate the um, rebound effects of your weapons and uh, it's kind of a tactical side-scrolling love fest. It's, 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 it's a great game. Go back and listen to our full review if you want to know about more about SteamWorld Heist. Right now, through June 12th, it's 50% off at $7.49. And that'll do us. Check out the column if you were confused about anything with Virtual Jaguar, which you should be able to do just by opening up a terminal, you know, pseudo-synaptic and then uh, searching for Virtual Jaguar. And uh, I will catch you next week. All right, cheers. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada e. Four or five times. Matt there is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. 
to subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.